0: The Ryan Reese Show from From Southern California. 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 This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? All right, it's going down this Saturday night. Uh, Basically, I have one of our, well, now our friend, since I've had her back in the studio, um, uh, Opal Singleton in studio. I got Sean McKeon, and we're going to be talking about some really incredible stuff tonight. Um, last time I had Opal Singleton uh, in the studio, well, first of all, I met her at uh, the Barnabas uh, group down in Orange County. We were uh, presenting there. It's uh, a group where a lot of business uh, men and women come together, and they, um, they see different ministries doing like cool stuff, and then they want to get behind them to, to get involved to help finance uh, film projects or to come alongside and help them with business or just pretty much any, any resources that they have, and I was sitting there waiting... Uh, waiting to go up, and all of a sudden, actually, I was waiting waiting there just kind of to watch what was going on, and then they call up uh, Opal Singleton, and they said, you know, this girl, this lady's going to come up, and boy, does she have a lot to talk about, and she walked up there, and she rocked it so hard, I was like, I have to get her on the radio show immediately, and she was talking about human trafficking, and, and you know, how uh, human traffickers don't uh, look like the old pimps, they, they, look, they look like, you know, clean cut, they recruit kids at the malls and through technology through the apps and they just so much stuff but for those two shows you're gonna have to go to my youtube channel look up opal singleton there's a part one part two your jaw will literally drop and now we she hasn't been on the show for probably about a year and now she has so much stuff going on and i actually do believe when i saw her uh she was speaking about this film that they were working on A couple years ago, and now it's actually come to pass. So I'm going to be honest. I know you guys are excited, but I'm more excited to hear what's about to go down in the show today. So, Opal, how are you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic. Thank you, and thank you for that introduction. And thank you for letting me share with your audience, because what is happening in our society today is deeply disturbing. And it isn't talked about enough. And that is why we made the movie. I'll start right out with giving you the title of the movie, but I want to talk about what is happening that uh, really drove me to want to create this movie. The movie itself will be released February 8th, and it's called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. And the reason it's called that is because we saw the sextortion kind of... Crime just accelerate during mm-hmm. the time of the COVID lockdown. So, sex torture. What am I talking about? Yeah. Well, basically, it's blackmail. It can, it's usually blackmail with a naked photo, but it can take place in all kinds of ways. In other words, it can be a young man. And many more guys are sex than girls. More girls really? are trafficked than guys. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of vulnerable. Well, well yeah, you know? I know, guys. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute, let me take that back. Yeah, I know, I understand.
1: I couldn't resist. Thank God we didn't have
2: iPhones when we were kids. That's been a bad thing.
1: Yeah, well, think about it. You know, your classic kind of thing is you're playing a video game, and video games changed. You yeah. know, it isn't like Minecraft where you know everybody in the room. If you're playing something like a Fortnite, you're on there with hundreds, literally. You will meet thousands of yeah. people that you don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. And much of your video games have pornography in them. And quite frankly, uh, the Pornhub data last year came out. Pornhub is the largest site yeah. in the world for pornography, or was yeah. before they really uh, got got hit hard. Thank they God, they did. We could yeah. talk about that. Yeah, we will talk about that. But anyway, um, their second largest category was animated video game mm-hmm. character pornography, no, really. and. Yeah, and I looked it up because I work for the Sheriff Department, the Department of Justice. I am contracted with them for training in in these subjects, and I looked it up. Now, I'm not a wuss because I work in child sex crimes. I am not old enough to see animated video game character pornography, you know, because it's it's animated. And so kids say, well, it's not real, you know. Sex on the Internet's not really sex, and killing's not really killing. And I have one group tell me that sin on the internet's not not sin not real right Because it isn't real, and I I hope that works out for them okay. (laughs) But anyway, you know, kids get involved in this animation. But think about it. They're hormonal. They're talking to people in a chat room that they need the approval of. You're sharing pornography. You're getting stimulated. You're talking smack. And pretty soon you think you're talking to a hot 14-year-old, and you're 13, and you shoot one of those photos off. And it never occurs to you where that photo is going to go. And uh, the very next thing, bam, you're locked in. You know, I, I always share with kids the minute you send that photo online, you're in a blackmail prison. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but it will happen to you. And then kids panic. And this is called sex-tortion. sex extortion sex and extortion Got put it. together. And I believe it's the fastest growing crime in the world, quite frankly. Really? Uh, I can't prove that yet, but I work in this business and I see the results, especially since the pandemic. Uh, We're putting kids online uh, younger and younger, Mm -hmm. you know, and you get a seven-year-old kid, uh, let's say a girl online. What do we know about seven-year-olds? They want to please everybody. They're Mm -hmm. just cute and they want to be cute to everybody. Mm -hmm. And they don't have the cognitive ability to understand adult sex or pedophilia Mm -hmm. and so suddenly they meet this guy who shows them other kids that are playing this game and to a kid if you ask for a a picture of their private parts it's just bathroom humor Mm -hmm. you know they're all playing a game they giggle they laugh they don't have the ability Mm -hmm. to understand the trap that they're walking into well so what is happening here is two things that are affecting this extortion world one has to do with the fact that the entire world is connected by Internet now. I did a, a book on that called um, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. Our kids, through games like Fortnite, through um, apps like TikTok, which we'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. that connects you to millions of people if you're going to go public and you know, get your video out there. And, you know, your profile's out there and and like that. But more important, for the first time in history, our kids will be able to reach millions of kids or other people. But the other people can reach them because apps like TikTok are tied to your mobile phone. They text back. So pedophiles have learned to watch those categories with risque movies in them or or videos. And they will simply text back to the kid, hey, you're hot. You know, get me more of these videos. Meet me on Instagram. I'll get you a deal. But get me a lot more of those videos. Mm -hmm. And it goes like that where they're connected. And I just saw a study by Thorne, which is Ashton Kushner's group, and I I admire his work and the fact that he's taking the high road to use his millions to fight uh, child sex trafficking Mm. and exploitation. And uh, his research indicated that 40 percent of teens say they have been involved in sending off some sort of nude or illicit photo. Forty percent, uh, hmm. I saw a study prior to COVID with the uh, Center for Disease Control said that uh, 18,000 kids a day are sending a naked photo in the U.S. University of Florida said that 9,000 kids are being blackmailed. Keep in mind this is before COVID right. and online learning. Mm-hmm. And then University of Toledo, Ohio said that 40 excuse me 58 percent of young people who are being blackmailed, will actually go out and meet up with their pedophile to try to negotiate back that photo.
0: Unbelievable.
1: They get raped. They get mm-hmm. violated. It's the same guy. They mm-hmm. don't get that.
0: Uh, I want to I jump in really quick because this is something that I think you might have said at one of your uh, talks before, someone else that's kind of in this category of, of human trafficking and stuff. Uh, having a, like a smartphone is basically like when you give it to your kid, it's like basically going to a house party that you don't know who's in the house and you're dropping your kid off and they go into the house and they're locked behind the door. If you don't have a password to your kid's phone and they're in this house, but in this house it's all ages from 80 years old all the way down to five-year-olds and from all walks of life, from molesters to murderers to drug addicts to gangsters to good kids, bad kids. Everyone is in this house. So now when you really put that into perspective and you're a parent – Um, And you give them their their phone, and you don't have any access to the passwords or anything. That's basically what you're doing with your kids. That that is very scary.
1: And and the crazy part is is that uh, this will be and and this is both exciting and terrifying. This will be the generation of young people that'll be able to reach the entire world. Right. But the entire world can reach our kids. Mm And so how do we teach our kids to form relationships with millions of people they don't know in a way that's empowering and not exploitive? And and really, I believe it's a conversation. Technology's reaching a point where we won't be able to use the filters, the trackers, the passwords, and all that. Mm. And besides, these kids know more than we do, yeah, and sure. they yeah. know how to hide this stuff. Yep. Yeah. So for me, it's a, it's a conversation. I always say technology isn't good or bad. It's like a car. You can take a car off to a university and get a degree, or you can take a car to a strip club and get yourself in trouble. Mm -hmm. It's not the car. It's how you prepare the driver right. of the car. And they have to be old enough and have the cognitive reasoning to understand that they're living in a world that has a lot of good, but a world without borders for our kids is a world without borders for pedophiles, pimps, predators, cartels, mm-hmm. gangs, organized yeah, crime. You name it. How do we prepare our young people for that? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think there's a a lot of challenges, and I know you brought this up before, of like having that digital morality as far as being uh, – because given the illustration that Ryan gave right now, you have two different comparisons. You have reality versus fictional from a perspective, from a child's perspective. So he'd be on the games or he has this interaction that you were talking about, Ryan, and it's like they're letting in all these people, which is reality. They're 80 to 75 years old. On the kids' end, it's just fantasy. On their that's end, right. it's reality, and they're actually using it for a purpose. And that's that's the thing that is so hard to, to realize for those young kids to re- recognize that it's a real world. Mm-hmm. There's real that's people right. behind it. Right. Very strategic. Mm-hmm. It's the enemy. Just as you yeah. wouldn't want to be with a stranger in your home, mom and dad wouldn't let that happen. Um But the kids are set up because distractions are everywhere. We see our society that is so driven by technology. Like you said, there's a lot of good that can come of it, but it also can control all ages, young and old alike. Um, And you mentioned this uh, a little bit, too, and I totally saw it. We agree with it. That's why we did ministry during COVID and everything. When schools shut down, when the yes. normal when sports were down, yes. like all of the things that kids can occupy that time in, yeah. it allowed more free time. Kids more on their phones, home, parents le- leaving them astray. Right. What have you seen in the last year and a half or two with that perspective? I'm
0: glad. You, I'm glad you said that, cause that. My next question, I wrote it down, was the uh, the pandemic yeah. effect on the kids. Yes. Yeah. What were all the effects?
1: Yeah. It is. Uh, it's really, really scary what has happened. I, I live in this world. I've been in this world for 13 years. I take calls from parents who, uh, who have kids that are in trouble. I, I hear about kids and work with kids that have sent a naked photo. The, the first thing that I saw is suddenly we put all these kids online, and nobody explains to them how the Internet is made. That's the first problem. That's true, all these yeah. young kids. Uh, is, yeah. I always say to them, our kids think of themselves as U.S. citizens. I have a right to privacy, you know. Well, you do. But it's not called the US Web, it's called the World Wide Web. Mm. And when you send a photo out there, have you ever thought of the potential of where it's going? And so we put, uh, we suddenly just put all these people online with very little supervision, and without any explanation of how the internet's made and where naked photos go when you hit send.
0: What, where it where where do they go?
1: It is amazing. I think if you, uh, this is part of the the film that we're creating. Okay. But I share with kids: if you think of the internet as a bucket of water. Mm-hmm. The top 4% is where we live. That's Google, Chrome. We have IP addresses, search engines. We can find each other. The middle is what they call the deep web, and below that is the dark web. Well, what happens is pedophiles now, they're also coming together around the world, and they are realizing there are millions of young kids in in Cambodia, in Minnesota, that are there that want to play online, and so what they do is they form large-scale child pornography rings. Large scale. You can't even imagine. And they form these rings where they're starting to trick our kids. I can give you two cases. In one case, they had thousands of victims, mostly young girls, usually around eight, nine years old. I mean, they haven't even been through puberty. Okay, they so don't grade is that like third grade? Is that, uh, something like that. It's yeah. very young. And they're what crazy. happens is they get these photos and they trade them, buy, sell, and trade them in these large scale child pornography rings that are operating in the dark web. We just uh, saw one about six months ago that had a million paid subscribers. Hmm. One million. That means, first of all, they're generating about four hundred million dollars of money laundering capital for bad guys to to get big. Eager, but more important, if a child gets caught up in one of those rings that they send a photo to someone they think is a hot 14-year-old guy, that photo will go to a million people just like that. And then it gets redistributed, and it's for the rest of their life. You know, there's there's a case going on right now with Twitter where he was 13, and he thought she was 14, and he was enamored, and he sent that photo. He's now 17, and he's trying to get Twitter to take it down. This is the same Twitter who censors everybody else, by the way. But anyway, they won't take it down. They said, nah, they don't see the offense of it. It has now gone to 122,000 people. 2,500 of them retweeted it. He's 17. He can't hardly go to school because everybody's seen it. And he can't get into college because it keeps popping up. And Twitter will not take it down. So when a a photo is sent on the Internet, kids need to understand the minute it leaves your hand, you're in a blackmail prison because you'll never be able to get it back. Yeah. And that's the purpose of this film right. is to share with kids how the Internet's made and where naked photos go when you hit send.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So this film is coming out February 8th. Is that what you said? Yeah.
1: Let me tell you about this film. Please. I'm a I am.
0: A guy. We're going to do a premiere here.
1: Oh, God has delivered on this film far beyond anything I could ever imagine. I mean, I'm one person and I'm not young. okay. and I have dreamed this ever since I sat with various parents, especially one set of parents that, you know, sextortion affects the whole family, including younger siblings, by the way, and fathers and mothers in a big way and churches. Uh, need to be trained to be able to intervene with families. So about 2016, I started raising this money. And, you know, I'm I'm an agency that is mighty but small. And, uh, you know, I prayed and prayed and prayed. And about 2019, Giving University came alongside of us. And they said, what do you want? And I said, I just am looking for a documentary I can put into schools so kids understand where naked photos go. And uh, so as we began to do this, he said, well, how much do you need? And I said, well, I, I don't have enough for a movie, that's for sure. And we began to collaborate. And then we began to pick a producer. And we ended up, I, I started in Hollywood, but I was like, oh, God, get me out of here. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I met a gentleman by the name of Stephen Peake. He's the top d- uh, documentary producer for Netflix. Mm. And he lives in Virginia, which is very good during COVID. Anyway, so it came on that we needed a little over 400000 to make this happen. And so they came alongside with us, Stephen Peake and Giving University. And I flew back to uh, Virginia during COVID and talked about Homeland Security and NECMAC and, and you know, where naked photos go, how sextortion works, Dark web, I taught them the whole thing, and they have an 11 and 13 year old daughter, and uh, they got caught up into this thing. Well, let me tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. He lives in Virginia, which is right outside of where Homeland Security's Washington, D.C., headquarters are. Mm -hmm. And they have Internet Crimes Against Children, the largest uh, task force in the world that does all this undercover kind of stuff of breaking child pornography rings and handling sex extortion cases. Never been done before. Homeland Security allowed them to film inside of ICAC, internet crimes against children, and they shut down a whole building of Homeland Security so he could film. National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which is John Walsh, and the people that run the big national number, hotline number, joined in. And they did this film about the Daniel Harris case. He was like this good looking uh, Navy pilot, a Top Gun pilot, mm-hmm. married, cute little kids, beautiful wife, and he was a sextortionist. And he was uh, literally blackmailing kids all over the world, young girls. Mm-hmm. And so this movie is like an action film, Mm -hmm. and uh, Neck Mac is in it and like that. But they also did the Amanda Todd story. Amanda was a young teenager that was being blackmailed, and before she killed herself, which she did, she made a video where she held up little pieces of paper to tell her story. is that where that came from? Yeah. Mm. And uh, so Amanda's, Todd's mom's in it, and several survivors are in it. Mm. So it is one hot movie. Well, what's happening is Homeland Security has viewed it, they had just one minor little change, and they viewed it, and they said, let us help you get this around the world. Amazing,
0: amazing. Now,
1: let me tell you the power of this. Okay. It's one thing. I wanted a movie that would do prevention and intervention. Kids are going, I'm not ever doing that again, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And parents are go, is that how that works? But this movie, on top of it, remember, more than half of the kids will go out and meet their pedophile before they say before they tell anybody and they get violated this movie will bring kids all over the world to report mm. and that will crack open a lot of these child pornography rings that can't be mm. reached cuz they're in the dark web mm. So the possibilities of this are beyond anything I can imagine.
0: So, we, do you think that um, I mean now if they're going to get behind you, that should be able to get you into all the colleges, universities, yes, and public uh, and schools, schools because Homeland Security maybe not California, you know. Yeah, no, I'm just know. <laughs> uh,
1: Homeland Security has a lot of influences in schools that we would not have. Cool. And uh, our goal as me and kids is we're going to need to raise more funding for this, but we are packaging that movie to put it into. Schools for two day showing. And it will, we're creating a website, we're creating teachers' uh, support uh, things, we're creating uh, reporting, we're creating closure exercises and discussion exercises so that it can be uh, distributed through PTAs, through unified school districts all over the nation. And right now, we're being contacted by London, by uh, Toronto, and also in Australia to take mm-hmm. this overseas so it is um uh, it is amazing on February 8th, we intend to have a rollout and uh, with Homeland Security and, and uh, neckmac And hopefully we're looking at the Rotary. We're talking to USC because I work there three day, in three different classrooms. Anyway, and so – but by uh, – and we're also talking to live streamers, you know, Netflix, Amazon, Sony, and several of your film festivals. Do you think
0: any mm-hmm. – yeah, film festivals would be yeah. would amaz- amazing to send all those through. Now, my other question is – what about streaming? Have you had any uh, response with the with the streamers?
1: Yeah. Actually, our producer has a very good relationship with Netflix right. because they've been successful, but we are in talks. That's why we can't release it till February eighth, and I can't show it. I'm, I'm yeah. one of about ten people that have been right. allowed to see yep. it, yep. and totally. uh, and we'll be showing the trailer probably around January. But uh, uh, the whole idea, we're right now just laying out all the promotion, all the public re- press releases, and uh, creating the events for next year to be in a, a premiere. Like, yeah. I would love Premiers, to have that yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, it is very exciting. I want every parent, every child in the world to see this uh, because once you see this, you know you'll never do that again.
0: Dang, I yeah. cannot wait. Okay, well, where can people find more information on us? Is there, it is there a website?
1: Yeah, follow Me and Kids on uh, Facebook. Yeah, no, don't do that. If, well, you can do that if you want. But follow Me and Kids by going to meandkids.org and signing up. Me and Kids uh, Million. Million. It, oh, Million Kids, yeah. I know. I can't say my Sorry. own name. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they, they need Million, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. Not one million, not a million, not 10 million, just million kids. Perfect. And sign up for the newsletter, and that will keep you posted on it. We are posting it on Facebook, but quite frankly, we're one of the organizations that was censored last fall when I was fighting to make child sex crimes a violent Unbelievable. crime.
2: Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I remember I saw that on it because I've been following uh, you. Uh, I, get, I was thinking because – of all the different shows that that we've done, I always said that the two that we did with you were after we got done on the second one. I remember just sitting here uh, in the office after you left, like wow, like there's just so much that's going on. Yeah. I think it causes you to really view things differently. You know, being mindful of uh, raising your kids and the the generation that that we see today. And then I have been thinking about you guys about what's been taking place during all this COVID stuff because people have been so down, but also once it, and we already know. Media as itself has grown even more, yes. right? This the time. influence yeah. right. people see the 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 um, the avenue that they can make money, yes, from from social media by showing flesh. There, right. There's so many things that continue to circulate. You talked about the Pornhub. I hear things called fans only thing too. Oh I've heard. yeah, fans I don't, only. It's weird. I only see fans. that. I see that yeah. f- a lot of talks about yeah. that stuff lately. Was that, is that
1: like a porn site? Uh, It's becoming a porn site. Uh, What he's referring to with Pornhub was a fascinating study, and that happened during COVID. They were the largest pornography site in the world. There are millions, but they were the largest. And uh, what happened is that they were taking on a lot of amateur pornography. And some of the people that submitted amateur pornography began to realize that that's going around the world and they're making money off of it and the and the person submitting it is not. So they sued Pornhub and now the lawsuits are up over $500 million mm. for Pornhub. Well, it got so bad December 10th, uh, Master Charge Visa shut them down. I, I, that's right. Five days later, they had taken down their amateur pornography that involved minors. It was almost $10 million videos. 9.8 million videos. And they had a I have a picture of it from their site. They were offering kids $40,000 a week to submit amateur pornography. So our Mm. kids are shooting this off and thinking they're going to earn a new pair of Nikes. And uh, now they've been, they're in in big doo-doo.
0: Yeah, because I heard, um, I was talking to someone else one of my other friends, and they were saying that they were known to have massive amounts of child yes, pornography. they were. Was it just MasterCard or was, there other, was there the other? And Visa, too. Visa, and, too. Everyone, you know, can imagine and, the credit, shut the credit card down. Yeah. Of course Big they go, hit.
1: They go offshore and use high-priced uh, alternatives. But I do want to share before we close here with uh, the your families, mm-hmm. and that is sextortion is a life-changing crime. And if you're a faith based leader, I would re- encourage you to learn about it so that you can offer counseling because think about it for many of our kids, their first sexual experience will be a virtual sexual experience and If that is a shame based experience, it changes their identity of their self worth mm-hmm. it changes their view of sex or relationship. Mm-hmm. And families, you know, they feel the shame with it. And so it isn't just the shame that you've done something wrong. People will will start to look at you differently, and you look around, and there's nobody else to blame. Because you fell in love. You got that fantasy. You made that decision. It isn't like someone came in and violated you, Mm -hmm. and you can say, that guy's a bad guy. Get rid of him. No, you did this. And for your first sexual experience, especially if you're going through puberty or pre-pubescent, You you feel like you're ruined, and Mm -hmm. that makes you much more likely to be recruited into sextortion. And the families go with it. Fathers who see their daughters have sent this. They look at them differently. They get angry with the daughter. They feel the loss of their innocence. They get mad at the wife. They get mad at themselves, and and the family starts to break up. They need counseling. They need intervention, Mm -hmm. and we need the Mm -hmm. faith-based community to understand this crime and be prepared to help them.
0: One hundred percent. So the film is coming out February eighth and we are definitely gonna be at Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs. We need yeah. to do a premiere, make it big for mm-hmm. you guys. I'm sure you'll probably do some other stuff. But we can fit about how many people can we fit here? Two thousand people? Yeah. Wow. Eighteen yeah. hundred. Yep. And wow. we got a massive screen and an insane sound system. We've done several wow. uh, premieres for the Whoosoevers. Some other friends have done some human trafficking stuff. Just all kinds of uh yeah. films. It's actually yeah. a perfect perfect thing. Blow it up and, and invite all the the local churches and people to come. That would be an amazing, amazing event. I have Opal Singleton in studio with Sean McKeon. Um, before we go to the break, we're going to come back. We have a lot more to come for this next second half. I do want to plug the Hoosomers. We are touring. Um, I'm trying to find where we're touring. We're going to be in Texas, actually. Uh, we'll be in Texas for two different weeks, uh, one in November, one in December. And we're still booking. We're going to continue to book. Uh, we're on a great commission. I have my, the new book that just came out, "Kill the Noise, Finding Meaning Above the Madness. I wrote it during the pandemic. It's a faith-building tool. It's a discipleship tool. It teaches you how to find out if God's real, how to hear his voice, and how to move in the power of the Holy Spirit and live that life that you were created for. Uh, it's for all ages. Um, I've had older ladies and older uh, gentlemen read it. Uh, their faith got built up. I've had uh, new young kids read it. it just, It's a book. Has something for everybody, so it's available um, wherever you buy books—Barnes Nobles, to Wal- uh, Target, to Walmart, to Amazon. Uh, Scoop it up, give it to your friend, and just keep passing on, so people get empowered through the faith. And contact us at com. so uh, we could come to your guys' city, and we could do the Great Commission. We could do outreach at schools, boys' homes, girls' homes, churches, conferences, pretty much wherever people gather. We want to be there and we want to encourage them to follow God especially in this time. Right now it's crazy times that are happening in culture and right now we need to be men and women of the word of God because that's the instructions. This will show you how to navigate through culture, through politics, through everything, through life, circumstances. I love you guys. We'll be back in two minutes right after the break. Peace.
2: All right, what direction are we going to go second there? More of The Ryan Reese
0: Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now, back, back to The Ryan Reese Show. All right, we're back. I have Opal Singleton in studio and Sean McKeon. We were just talking about the new film, Sextortion, which will be coming out February 8th. Trailer should be hitting sometime in January or something like that. And uh then uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a premiere for this this bad boy and get as many of you guys to watch this to be um educated encouraged uh to be looking out for what is to come to so our kids don't get affected i have I have daughters i have you met one today I, that's a batch of triplets actually is that right yeah so the, she's there's there's three I have three daughters wow. that are triplets um one she actually there was two identical twins and a fraternal in the in the uh-huh. batch she was the egg that split. I that see. One. So that's baby C, <laughs> technically, <laughs> Evelyn. But um, yeah, no, I have daughters, five years old, and you yeah. know they, they have a limited screen time. Uh, ever since your last show, um, you know, we did all these like different limited uh, screen times, and we're just very very careful, especially with YouTube. You know, you watch oh, yeah. YouTube and you get these random YouTube commercials, yes. oh, yeah. that just pop up, and I'm like, what the heck are they watching? Like yep. literally, you can't leave a kid no. right, in no way. a room. This was in my living room watching yeah. YouTube on the TV, and it's on, and I'm sitting there kind of doing my thing. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I like here's some stuff coming from the TV. I look up, and it's some crazy YouTube commercial that my five year olds, and I'm like, dude, what is it? Like, no more YouTube. Like, we have to like get, the, get rid of the um, commercials. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, always got to be watching, always on guard and yeah. vigilant,
2: you know? You know, I know we're going to continue bringing up this extortion. You're bringing up your, your girls and your little boy, too. I, I have three boys, you uh-huh. know, and mine's 12, 11. And uh, seven, and especially my younger, all of them are good looking kids. My, my older one is, is very good looking, and I tell him, and he's a, It came
0: uh, from his wife's side. It's from uh-huh. my wife's side. Wife, so I say, i like,
2: hey man, like, use wisdom. And I, I already teach him, I already yes. talk to him about a lot of stuff. You know, he's a very Perfect. good athlete, mm-hmm. and you know, he, he's around guys all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. encouraging him about character, always have. And, you know, but he's a kid. Yeah. You know, and I remind them of like little things. The reason why I say these things is because I use things like this. Like, I know people that have done something, send a photo, do something, and it comes back to bite them uh, in a bad way. And your integrity matters as you grow and whatever. There's things that you can't get back. You're living in a different world, yeah. like right. And I'm learning with all this stuff. But that's why I'm mm-hmm. so fascinated by it because I know it's more reality for for the younger. Obviously, we have hindrances and distractions and we got to guard our hearts and our minds as well but young children growing up is just just the way life is and a lot of friends that have no filter with some of their other families and those are their homies and their friends you you got to you have to teach them why the digital morality why that your decisions matter today uh, at 12 years old that impact you in your 20s
1: Absolutely. Sean, you could not be more right on track. And I am so proud of what you've just said because it really is a conversation about not only digital morality but character. Mm -hmm. Uh, The things that I share with kids is that, you know, character is every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you get character. One of the things that people come to me and say, how do I, like, bulletproof my kid so that they don't get caught up in this – It really is about understanding your value. And and we have an advantage as Christians because we can share with our kids, you are a valued child of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things I share with kids all the time is self-esteem is a decision you make yourself. Once you decide that you're valuable, nobody can take that away from you. There's some sort of mystique that goes on in the world that you think you're either born with self-esteem or this kid has low self-esteem. It really is a decision that you decide to put on the full armor of God. I'm worthwhile. I'm yep. a valued child of God. And I also think it's important to have a conversation that there's no such thing as damaged goods. Uh, that's the first thing that people that are sextortionists or even pimps and sex trafficking you've made a terrible mistake there's no way back mm. you're ruined and we all know as Christians that's right. simply not true but we don't arm our children with that kind of thing I, I sat with young people and we talk about it, you live in a different world because you're going to have millions of connections with people you don't know And their game, if they're a bad guy, is simply to play the numbers game and look for low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. Will you respond? You know, uh, I always say it's available and vulnerable. They're looking for kids who post things like, you know, mom and dad are fighting again. I got an F in geology. My boyfriend and I broke up. They're looking for weakness out there. Mm. So don't be low-hanging fruit. Mm. I I share with uh, parents and kids, I want you so tough, you look at these guys and tell them to flip off. Okay? or some other less Christian term. I don't care what (laughs) language they use, quite frankly. I want them to say, I'm too good for this. You're playing a numbers game, and I'm nobody's fool, and I'm not going to do this. And the other thing is, and I love the direction you've taken, because you get one life, Mm -hmm. and life is full of choices. You can take the high road, or you can take the low road. Every time you take the low road, you're going to pay a price. Mm -hmm. And so don't do that on the Internet. Having said that, if you make a mistake, I want you to know you are not alone. We can talk about it and I will help you work through it. Just because you made a mistake doesn't mean you can't go back mm-hmm. and that you can't tell someone and help work through it. Those are critical conversations for a parent
0: to have.
2: Yeah, no. Okay, wow. Well, sure.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> as you guys are talking, I was literally just thinking about. Man, it is so brutal with the decision that you make on the internet. You know yes. Because you can't, you can't erase it. Yes. Kid, sorry. I'm just like, because yeah. thinking like you just <laughs> can't erase it and, and kids don't understand. Yes. They just don't understand. Like one thing can literally pivot the whole course of their life. And it's so important, you know, as I'm thinking about my kids and as they're, you know, they're not on social media yet or whatever, but like, it's like we are in a whole different time that we have to literally engrave it like. You have to always remember one wrong thing on this internet that you send out could literally change your whole surrounding. For the rest of your life. For the rest of your life. This thing can haunt you, haunt you forever and ever and ever. And the bigger platform and the more successful you become, these things will just haunt you. Yeah.
1: Let me uh, share with you some indicators of parents who will often ask, you know, uh, uh, how do I know if my kid's in trouble on the Internet? Um, You know, it, it is not cut and dried, but let me give you some ideas. First of all, the first thing they'll do is they'll start to be secretive. You walk in the room, they close their device or they hide it or they shut it down. Or if you're taking their device for some reason for a period of time, they'll borrow somebody else's. Uh, their grades may change, and uh, very smart kids get caught up in this. Believe me, you know, these are not just dumb kids. These are very smart kids that get caught up. Uh, Their grades will start to drop. You'll find they're not going to school regularly or they're breaking out of some classes suddenly. Uh, They may start to cut. That is a huge sign. If your child's starting to cut, stop in your tracks and ask yourself some questions and get into counseling. Uh, They may not be able to sleep. Uh, they'll,
0: wait, they'll wait! Be I heretic. want to exp- okay, expand on cutting. Why, why would they start cutting? Why is uh, that a sign?
1: Because it's uh, self harm. Because I deserve this. I, I'm no good. They're, they're, right. I'm ruined. They're, they're going to destroy me. And they're going to. The first thing, in fact, maybe before I tell you all these indicators, let me just say, yeah. usually the way it starts is that you're either in a relationship in real person where you send something to someone that you care about that you're in doing things with, and then that person breaks up with. With you and shares it and begins to blackmail you but more often yeah. than not you meet in a video game chat room or a dating site or these hookup sites and you and you get a fantasy relationship my my book seduced is all about the fantasy relationship and you think there's somebody that they're not and pretty soon you send off you say oh well it's only a little bit off the shoulder uh, it doesn't matter if you're not fully nude if you're just doing part of it it'll go off and the next thing is Always, number one next thing, I need more videos. I need more photos. Mm -hmm. They better be more risque on there. I wanna see more. I wanna, I want you to do more. I want you to do this. And by that time, the blackmail will start to appear and this they they're told i'm going to show it to your family i'm going to show it to your friends i'm going to show it all over school i'm going to go through all your friends on your facebook or your tiktok i didn't realize till recently you can do that too and send it to them and you know, i it's already posted in porn sites all over the world you will never be able to get it back get me more photos so the kid gets, starts doing stuff they never normally would do and at that point they start to sneak out to try to negotiate negotiate them back and they will often get uh, more violent. so they'll start cutting mm-hmm. they'll start losing sleep they may start running away their mm-hmm. eating behavior will change um uh, maybe they become anorexic, anorexic or bohemian some of them become suicidal because they're really to the stage they just think there's no way out right and so those are the behaviors parents want to watch for mm-hmm. so um how has social media changed in the pandemic Well, what is happening is, first of all, kids are on there a lot more, Mm -hmm. and they don't have as much supervision because parents are trying to work and do their own thing. On top of it, technology is advancing. Everything now is video, Mm -hmm. which is visual. Yeah, well, pedophiles have learned that you just take this video and send it over to this kid to show them what to do. Especially if they're very young, if they're seven, eight, nine years old, and so they're taking uh, clips off of other kids they violated. This this is really tragic to this me. This is because sickening because it's showing kids how to have sex with other little kids. They're they're basically making pedophiles out of our children before they ever learn a healthy sexual mm-hmm. identity, and so. Um, uh, the technology plus the when you go into lockdown, you know a pedophilia is a obsessive compulsive behavior, and on top of it, they start to get involved through um, accessing pornography. Uh, a huge percent, I think the number is eighty-five percent of pornography is viewed with the phone, and so it's laying on ninety-five percent. Yeah, I think it's eighty-five percent if I remember right, and it, so but it's laying on the seat of your car when you stop at a street light. It's on your desk, you know, and you're in a lockdown mode, too. So suddenly you have all these pedophiles that have become activated, that are online, that are trying out this stuff, and they need material to stay in a pedophilia ring. Most pedophilia rings, you have to qualify every week to stay in it to make sure you're not a cop. And so they'll require a new photo, which means more kids are being violated than ever or being sextorted than ever. So... The the technology changed it advanced because you now have sending out to millions and having them reach back. You have pedophiles on there. You have these large-scale child pornography rings forming, which is why we're doing our movie, right. is to be able to beat them. I want to uh, kind of talk, if you don't mind my dominating here a minute. Please uh, do. Uh, I really want to share with parents how to handle yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, uh, first of all, a parent will start to see this, and if there's a two-parent household, they're like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? Uh, I say, if it's possible, if you think that your daughter's being violated and you have a strong mother, have the mother talk, the father talk with the son, if possible. I know that's sexist and unpopular, but I'm going to tell you that fathers cannot unsee what they just saw that happened to their daughter, And so, or that their daughter did, okay? So it affects, if you can, try to isolate it between it. But this is what happens. If you see your child and you think they're being sextorted and they're not coming forward, pull yourself together. Do not go charging in there, wagging your finger, going, do you have a photo on the internet, okay? Mm -hmm. They will shut down. They're in shame is what's happening. And this is shame they don't understand if they're early pubescent or prepubescent. so what you do is you get very quiet and you sit down with them and you say you know i see you dealing with something really heavy here you know is is it possible and just say do you want to talk you know anything you want to share no uh, no answer well you know is it possible you might have one of those photos online you know stay quiet see if they can come forward If they don't, then you can say, you know, I don't know if you do or not. I hope you don't. But if you do, you know, you are not alone. We will get through this together. I will help you. It will be the toughest thing we ever did. We are going to have to take some action, but I want you to know we're going to do this together, and you're still okay with me. And that is the most important thing because kids won't tell because, first of all, they fear losing their phone, and two, that the rejection, uh, of the realization that they've committed their first sex act is a shame-based act, and now they're sharing it with a parent is a chasm that's yeah, hard to yeah, cross. It's, it's
0: big time. Yep.
1: So, along with that, now if you think you've seen this and your child is coming forward, here's what you do. Here's what you don't do first. Don't go on and tell the pedophile, you dirty rat, I'm going to get you, and I know about you. Keep quiet. Do not show the photos to everybody, including around the family. You know, do not delete the photos. Take a screenshot of the photos, and then take your child down to the Cyber Crimes Unit of your local police department or your ICAC unit, or report it with a number I'll give you in a minute. When you go down there, what they will do is they will not blame your child. What they'll do is say, let me pretend to be you. Let me see what you've got on here. And that is how they get these guys. They pretend to be the child, and the guy does not realize that they're no longer talking with the child. And that is the way to beat it. Then get your whole family into counseling. Get your other siblings who are aware of this. Many times other siblings are involved in it, quite frankly they will They will threaten the kid that they've got to bring in another child in the family mm-hmm. in there. Um, you know, get the father and the mother counseling, get the victim the counseling, and then heal back together. And as a church, this is something that I would encourage faith-based communities, develop counseling, develop technology uh, experts to help parents go through phones, and develop counseling for families and for kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the last show that you uh, you were on, you were talking about how on the on the phones there's like these different apps. I think one was like the count- cal- calculator,
2: mm-hmm. and you
0: click on it, you type a password you open it looks like a calculator, yeah, and it works like a calculator, <laughs> but then there was like a place that you go and it opens up, and then that's actually where they keep yep all their apps privately if they're
1: hiding apps, then you need to sit down and have some serious conversation because they're hiding
0: mm. you know from you some big time things, yeah, these are all very important things that. We need to uh, take heed to, especially, in these times things are moving very quickly. I mean, you know i mean we're we're constantly counseling with people talking to people of what they've been exposed to, and um, as you know, things are are ramping up as well with pornography and social media, and it's just going to get it's just going to get worse, you know it's a good tool on one side, right, but then also misuse, which most of it's misused because it comes under the umbrella of. Social media mm-hmm. posting like, you know, I've, I flipped through my social media and I follow a bunch of different people and I'm seeing like, you know, people posting stuff, like, you know, these photos. And I'm just like, I'm just like, man, I don't ever want my daughters to be posting stupid <laughs> modeling yep. photos or like this is like crazy. Like, what do you it's because people want the affirmation or they want, you know, it's. Yeah. That's not what this, this thing's for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me add one more thing. There okay. is a kind of sextortion in, that takes place that you need to be aware of so that you can support your kid, uh, and it's often called deep fakes. But what they'll do deep is— Deep fakes. Yeah, they, they oh, will no, take the— Yeah, they'll, about it. they'll cut the head off of somebody who's perfectly innocent, not doing anything bad, and put it on a pornographic body, a pornographic model. And so it looks like your child is done this when in fact it's a Photoshop version of that yeah. and then they will go in and blackmail and by the way they do this to adults also yeah. uh, and I, you hear about revenge porn where somebody's broken up and they've done that but I just caution you that, that that's the reason for understanding How all of this works. And even in that kind of thing, your child's still a victim, even if that's not their body. And they really didn't do it Mm. because they are being shamed. It's going around the world uh, and to their schools as if they did that. So that's the reason why you need an open conversation with your
2: child. this This could happen. Easy. Yeah. It's crazy that technology. I just saw something the other day. It circulated. Um someone had the deep fakes thing and it had Mm. it had Biden and it had Trump. And it looked like they were having a conversation today. It looks so real, (laughs) so evident. You have people that kind of personate their voices. The the mouth looks like it's moving the same. One of my buddies just recently, um, who's a very uh, a business savvy guy, um, his cousin reached out to him talking about this new um stock to invest in blah 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 right. blah. and they're all excited about it talking about all this stuff and they're cool and it, and they're talking like there's a video message he sent like yeah like it's and it, them that's their cousin yeah but it wasn't it was yeah. fake they got they got spammed
1: then then the next you, yeah the next stage you'll have there is virtual reality pornography, which mm. is deadly, absolutely deadly. This is the reason why I, I knew a guy that tried that out up in Las Vegas. He was an engineer, and he said, you know, I couldn't get it out of my mind for a month. It, it was so vivid. So re- and really? I think this is the world that we have to prepare the next generation for. I I think the conversation with kids is, let's make cyber missionaries out of them. Let's show the positive side of technology. You know, if you raise money to dig a well in Kenya, then live stream over and and watch them as they use your money to dig a well. Technology isn't good or bad. Technology can be used for the glory of God in a way that honors yourself and honors others. And that's the conversation we have to have with kids well it's
0: like a gun you know it's like when you yep. teach your kids how to. because we grew up shooting bb guns and then 22s and mm. advance into other uh guns but um you know it's it's the same thing as like you know the gun is not the the it's the not the issue it's not the issue yeah it's how you use it are so you going right. to point it at someone or yeah. are you going to use it for it's you know to hunt or whatever so it's but like, technology is
1: like a gun, basically. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm so excited about this movie. Yeah. Because uh, the movie shows that you can use technology in a powerful way, but it also can enslave you and put you in a place that you really need to get help. And I'm just thrilled to death that, that uh, God has provided in this movie in the way that it has. I hope that uh, it actually is distributed all over the world. It, you know, it isn't just in America that our kids are yeah. online. Oh, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, everywhere. and there, you know, it's a powerful tool to educate kids where naked photos go when you hit send. But more important, that you have the power to report. And once, once I share this with kids, if you see something and report it, you can save many other lives of other kids that this is happening to. And so I'm grateful for the movie. I'm grateful to share it with you. It's called Sextortion, The Hidden Pandemic. It's February 8th. Mm -hmm. I hope it's everywhere. I hope it's on Netflix. I hope everybody can share it with everyone they know. I think it has the power to change the world. It it has the power to get people to report and bring down these child pornography rings. But more important, I hope that it has the power for kids to say, "Uh uh-uh. I'm not sending that photo. I learned how this works.
0: Yeah, what's interesting is when this does hit, like the mainstream, you know, public school system, colleges, universities. Obviously, Uh there should be premiered at churches worldwide. The amount of people that will come forward, yes, that will actually see it and be like, "I'm that person." It's gonna, it's gonna bring that the darkness into the light. And anything we can do uh, to help uh, advance the screenings and, and let people know um there's definitely a couple yeah. people we could we could connect you with that have some uh churches and and uh, yeah that would for sure you don't want to get behind it for sure yeah
2: i, th- I think yeah. what's so exciting too is just thinking, thinking about when you were here last time this is your dream right this yes. is your vision that, that had this, <laughs> this movie come out and now here we are fast forwarding a year and a half to two later and now it's coming to pass you must be pretty excited
1: i'm over the moon i can't even explain it to you you know for me uh, i I've had this passion for a long time. I've trained over half a million people eye to eye. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting old, okay, and I can't mm-hmm. keep doing this. Yeah. And besides, I have a limited reach as one person. Yeah. And, and so I prayed about that extensively. I would have been happy to have a film that would just convince kids not to do this and convince parents to lower that veil of denial and get involved with their kids' technology. But when I see this film coming together with Homeland Security and NECMEC, and, and quite frankly, we have some very powerful district attorney associations looking at, I realize now not only can we do prevention and intervention and stop this craziness, but we can actually get people to come forward and report. And if they will report, that information can be used to bust these huge underground evil child pornography rings in a way that you know, just doing them one at a time mm-hmm. as we find mm-hmm. them will never accomplish. So I, I mean, it is a, a weapon against the devil, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Sure. I've never v- verbalized it that way, but it is. And uh, God is delivering in an amazing way. So I am, I am grateful. It's, it's not about me. I'm just one old lady.
0: <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, and I, and I do want to <laughs> say we want to endorse uh, Opal 100. percent She's been on the show. We've seen her, her do her thing, and and just always on mission and the high impact, get her out to come speak. That's yeah. another thing. She speaks. She spoke over here at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar yeah. uh, to the leadership and then also to the, to the service as well. That was right before the pandemic. It was right before everything got locked <laughs> it down. It was. Yeah, yeah. So that was very interesting time, but we're bringing her back. We're going to do the film screaming. We're going to have her speak. She's legit. Booker Contact her, and uh, she will be amazing. So we're going we to have you on for another show to talk about a, another subject as well. So we can get four shows under our belt on uh, on my website. She has two other that exist right now on YouTube. Go there, Opal Singleton, look it up. And also don't forget to book the Whosoever's. We are on mission to bring the Great Commission, to bring the gospel to uh, the world right now. In culture, we are living in exciting end times. We don't know when Jesus is coming, but things are sure lining up. Like it says in Mark 13, the signs of the times I get excited. um, And I would say, don't have your head in the sand. Make sure it's out and you're awake and you're looking around. So you know how to navigate through these times. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Peace.
2: This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan,
0: click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show.
1: God's Word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.